This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio on Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing tonight? Dude, I'm great. This is uh, Squire Select Night. It is. It's, it's always fun. We hadn't had I'm this so in excited. a while. And, uh, and, and, and and fortunately, you just uh, knocked over this glass that did not have any aged whiskey inside of it. And yeah. so, uh, man, that, that, that worked out great. Look, yeah, congratulations. Thank you for that. But the night that. is young, and we're, we're probably due for some new equipment anyway. Live, so. live <laughs> listeners know, uh, longtime live listeners know that generally whenever there is any kind of beverage out in front of us here on the, uh, on the tobacco counter while we're recording i tend to knock it over <laughs> you you just make sure you keep yours well over there i'll do my best to keep mine behind me we'll just, yeah we need to figure out like kind of a range you know what i mean like a you need a buffer zone even like my my uh what do you call it wingspan well, your, wing, your wingspan yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah i think i think we're rough here we'll just <laughs> we'll see what happens the, the tally is out the drinking game is on every single time i knock over a cup uh take a sip and i think that's how we'll do it tonight. yeah that, if people are not just call a cab get, a, get an uber <laughs> yeah <laughs> for all those listening yeah man it's yeah. gonna be fun we got a great show we yeah, already had a lot great. of you guys uh, already tweeting in telling us that you're ready for us we got a great live show here tonight hopefully you'll be enjoying a little bit of the brown water those of you who do partake man we've got a lot of great things going on in the pipe community but uh you know one of the things we gotta we gotta mention right off the bat of course is that we have been celebrating the new launch the launch of the the country squire radio pipe club that's right with uh, the new founding members who are joining this month that's right uh you know first of all before we get into the uh the the, the, the part that everybody wants to hear about who won the big prize <laughs> Uh, let me just give a shout out real quick to new members of the Pipe Club, and uh, and here we go. I'm talking about Jeremy Larson, Andrew Gesk, Cooper Miles, Charlie Bach, Mitch Kreitel. I hope I pronounced those names right, because you know I, I butchered them last time. I, I, th- I think you nailed it. All of those at the full Squire <laughs> level. We also have new Pipe Pilgrims joining us as well, Howard Oaks, Dan Sanford, and Jeremy White. So guys, Gosh, welcome to the club. Thank you all so much for joining and uh, and yeah, we've got uh, now now the way that we do this. Right, it's important because every single week throughout the month, uh, as kind of a uh, as a thank you and, and a welcome to the club, we're doing a random giveaway. That's to right. a club member. That's right. Every single episode this month. Now it doesn't mean that you had to join this last past week. If you've joined for the beginning, you're in the running. You're still in the in the mix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're in it till you win it, That's so right. to speak, That's or right. until the month runs out. But one way or the other, <laughs> what again was the prize that we mentioned? Yeah, last week? dude, I'm I'm so excited about this because um these have been selling like hotcakes. Here at the shop um, oh, I want friend, friend of uh, Country Squire Radio uh, Danny Vasquez in Ames, Iowa um, for those of you who have been longtime listeners Danny uh, does bird and bear pipes That's and right. is just really talented he's a genuine soft-hearted guy he's like eight feet tall uh, you know and has 28 kids he's just a great guy but anyway he as a part-time uh kind of thing um is into pipe uh carving and and also uh does some leather work as well and man danny just does a great job but um he made this limited edition set of distressed pigskin smokers pouches. Now I gotta ask, they're was, amazing. How do you get the pig distressed before you skin it? I, I that's a good that's a good point. I don't. I know. guess if he knows he's about to be skinned, he's pretty. Dis- he's probably distressed. pretty distressed. Yeah, that would I, 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 would, I would think so. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. Or maybe they fed him like Brussels sprouts <laughs> or something. But you know, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do but, it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a um, these sell for sixty dollars, and uh, it's just a really nice, uh, soft, distressed leather pouch. It's got uh, just a real nice patina on there, and it's yeah, gonna grow with time. Uh, smells good. You can put, you know, your a little bag of pipe tobacco in it, a tin of pipe tobacco, your pipe, pipe cleaners, lighter, anything you've got with you. Uh, people have actually also used them for cigars, believe it or not, too, if you just want to tote, tote a few around town with you uh, while yeah, you're out. Yeah, I can out. see that, sure. Uh, man, it's just a really nice kind of multi-purpose bag, super... Super nice. We also have a, a Jetline pipe lighter, butane, and a pipe flame, soft flame, made for a pipe, comes out at an angle. And uh, man, just uh, that's our giveaway. Today. All right. So, yeah. All right. So the winner, uh, now that we, this was chosen. We did a random uh, cho- choosing beforehand. That's right. We, that's we had right. A, our, our friend uh, uh, Google helped us out <laughs> uh, cho- choosing a number. Yeah, man. Um, but uh, but yeah, our, our, our winner tonight is Brian Hook from Canuga Park, Brian California. Hook. Woo! Yeah, man. Congratulations. Brian Hook, uh, member number uh, S0000003. I'm trying to remember all the zeros. That's great, man. Yeah, absolutely. So congrats, Brian. We'll be sending that to you. And 
uh, we just really appreciate, you know, you and, and everyone that have honored us by, you know, joining the club and helping support uh, Country Squire Radio. Yeah, in fact, um, uh, last early last week after uh, after the show was recorded, I got I started getting out the uh, the pipe membership club yeah. cards and everything. Yeah, and, uh, getting the avatars out there. Actually, I've seen some of the avatars floating around on Twitter, which is just so exciting to see. Um, we also, you know, we've, we, I got to do a little bit of tech support because a couple of you guys have, have kind of asked about the RSS feed. Uh, now this is true if whether or not you're a member or you're just someone who's supporting us on Patreon, which yeah. by the way, patreon.com slash country squire radio, great way to help out the show. Even if you don't necessarily, uh, want to join and, and be part of the club, you can still help support this podcast for just a dollar an episode, which we really greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. And even if you do that, you do get the, the full archive in the form of an RSS. That's right. Uh, now some people, the way things are supposed to work is it should auto produce an RSS feed as a, as, as part of the thank you and welcome email. Um, so if you, if you want to make sure that after you join, go back and look for that email, but, uh, just to play it safe, man, I think what I'll do is, uh, this week on the blog, the, the blog yeah. that's, that's there for just the, uh, the patrons and, sure. and, uh, and club members, I'll, I'll be sure to post it out and just repost it there. And so, um, so that way you can find it and just let me know if you have any issues. Uh, you can get show at country squire radio. You can email me. Um, I'm happy to give you a little bit of help as well. So show just at let me country know. squire radio show and, at country squire. and you'll want to, you know, probably check a spam folder too. I'm assuming I don't know, you know, if you donate and don't get an email, yeah. yeah, you might just want to check there. Cause I know some folks are saying, Hey, I haven't got an email yet or whatever, but we'll, we'll get the kinks worked out. This is kind of fresh, but, um, they were really excited. A lot of folks have started digging into that, uh, <laughs> that, that archive of, you know, Squire episodes from the very beginning man. and man, and some of them, yeah, man, man, <laughs> if you're, if you're devoted like that, I mean, they're, they're, yeah. uh, you, you can definitely see an evolution there. You can definitely, uh, see, uh, we sound good, so weird good, in those first good episodes. Good Lord, I hope man. I hope I hope there's a maturity that's happened over time. You know, oh, yeah. it's just uh, <laughs> it's well, really something. A maturity, maybe not a maturity, yeah. but maybe a practice makes better kind of thing. That, that's I think we were yeah. finding our groove. Like you yeah. listen to those early episodes, <laughs> and uh, like I sound completely different because we're like, all right, uh, I'm trying to be professional, and we were just nervous. You know, yeah, we were we were scared <laughs> and didn't have a groove, and yeah, just didn't um, you know, didn't, I mean, our, our vision, though we kind of had it, it wasn't fully realized yet, you know? No, so, we, it was about 10 um, episodes before we really kind of got a grasp on what the show I think, was. I think so, yeah. It, it was, they were a lot of fun, you know, it was great. Of course, we had some awesome interviews there at the very beginning. I know we mentioned uh, not too long ago David Delagardel, our man. Good, good friend who, uh, man, is a freaking swordsmith. To one of these um, days, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, it just, it talked to so many interesting people along the way, but, uh, man, I, I look forward to hearing what people say, uh, when they go back and <laughs> dig through some of those, uh, questionable treasures. That's, that's, <laughs> yep. That's about right. That's about right. You can definitely see the improvement. Yep. Uh, man, one other thing I want to mention before we dive into, uh, the meat as it were of this episode yeah. is, uh, last week I talked about, um, uh, actually it was part of the pipe question of the week. It was from me. I was referring to a pipe that had been kind of rubbed off at the bottom and I was wondering if I could just put some paint on it or if it had to go the, uh, the, the full, you know, strip it down and, and basically revitalize the entire pipe. I want to say I've gotten a great feedback from uh, folks on, on Twitter, on Facebook. And just a, a real quick shout out to uh, Dan C. Sanford, who actually offered to uh, basically revitalize this pipe for me, which is so kind. And I got to tell you, I got it out. I, I took him some pictures. I sent it to him. And the more I've been thinking about it, this is going to sound weird. So don't judge me. <laughs> you are weird. I don't want to put the pipe through like the trauma of like getting yeah. it all like scrubbed down. And I mean, I know that's the right thing to do, but, but I love that pipe so much that, you know, I, I know that, uh, you know, Dan obviously does some, some great work and, and I want to give you a shout out Dan so much for, uh, for offering to do that. But I think I'm just going to let it ride. However, I'll let you know. Well, the the beauty of it is you can do whatever the heck you want. You know, some people have these flawed pipes and the flaw kind of is an endearing thing. I right? mean, you I know, hate it, but also don't I? Do I, do I hate it? Yeah. I think I hate it. I don't know. Maybe you don't. Just, Maybe next month you'll love it. I, I don't just, know. You know, it's one, it's one of these things. The second that pipe leaves my hand, I know I'm going to want to smoke it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about, right? No, absolutely. I, I get it. I get it. I, I, there, there's been a pipe, um, a Jacano pipe I've had. It's his night series that I've had for, gosh, probably four years now. And, and I want to sell it all the time <laughs> until I get ready to sell it. Right. And then I'm like... 
Eh, I'll smoke it one more time. <laughs> well, you know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. Like even the the reason I even got it back out when looking at it because I was trying to think of oh, I want to offload some of these pipes. I want to sell them. Right, right. Uh, and then I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Which, by the way, you know, actually standing, uh, you know, the way that the can the uh, the camera is angled here for the live show, you know, they've always been able to kind of get a look at what's behind us. Yeah, that's right. The angle is, you know, the picture that's always on our banner and everything else is from a different angle, and typically to my left which is, I guess, stage left, has been a poster of Sherlock Holmes, which you have since taken down this last past week and yeah, moved. Yeah, maybe I can take a photo of kind of what I've done over here. Tell yeah. people what you've done. Well, okay, it's just kind of neat. Uh, if, you know, it, unfortunately for those that are viewing live, you won't be able to see this. But um, So on the wall right next to the tobacco bar here and, and all the tobacco jars, um, there was this picture, like Bo mentioned, of Sherlock Holmes. We've, we've moved that. And there was a pipe rack that was for sale uh, in this shop for uh, probably 30 years, 25, 30 years, who knows really. Uh, but it's an old pipe rack that hangs on the wall and each pipe, uh, it's got these little rubber things in it, it holds probably 35 pipes and each hole in it for the pipe has these little rubber gasket things you can kind of poke the stem through and the pipe hangs down. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of cool. I just put them right there. I, I was tired of having to dig through a basket through all my pipes just to find one. You know, if I'm up here, generally I'm smoking a pipe anyway, but a lot of times I need to get one real quick just so I can help someone uh, you know, show someone how to pack a pipe, show someone how to light a pipe, or you know, sample a new tobacco that you know I need to need to smoke or something like that. So uh, this way, it's just kind of handy. It's just right over there, and I've got uh, man, I've already had a bunch of folks that have even been like, man, you want to you want to sell that thing? And I've I've been like, no, no, I no, I have not, dude. It's so. hey, look, it is a nice rack. You have got a nice rack right there, that, and that, I was admiring that as soon as I came in and. I, I wanted it. Thank I'm not going to lie. Thank you for admiring my rack. Bro. It's a nice rack. That, that's very kind. Sizable, too. I didn't even know that you could get a rack that big. I'm I, serious. It, it is. It's, like, it's, how, literally, how many pipes do you have there? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Are you reading? No, you should not be reading. I'm, I am <laughs> sitting here trying to compliment your rack, sir. Uh, no, that's fan, That's fantastic. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for speaking so highly about my rack. It, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably got um, right now maybe 27 pipes on it, something like that. That's, so, it's yeah, a nice I don't rack. Know. But anyway, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> I hope it's not inappropriate it's for me fun. to compliment your rack. Oh no, you can you can talk about my rack any uh in any time. It's yeah. it is it's awesome. <laughs> I just actually I just uh, posted a, a picture to Twitter as well. So if y'all want to see it, it, it it's awesome. And it, the uh, extensive John David Cole collection of pipes. Well, man, uh, you mentioned it at the top of the show, and uh, yes, in fact, this is a Squire Select episode. Now, uh, longtime listeners know Squire Select is where we take uh, something, typically beverages. Uh, and generally, typically beverages of an alcoholic nature, and pair them with pipe tobacco. Have we done anything other than alcohol? We've done tea before. We did tea. We did uh, tea. We haven't done coffee officially. We've talked about we talk coffee. We've talked about doing coffee. Um, yeah. I think we definitely want Caleb the intern when we do <laughs> and that. Then, and, then his... we, and then we've talked, of course, about doing barbecue. Which I've torpedoed multiple times, but apparently the a listeners fan, talk a fa- they a fan barbecue. favorite would be a, a barbecue and tobacco pairing. I'm so just saying, man. We'll just play it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that needs to happen. But yeah, so typically it is uh, uh, some form of whiskey. Uh, tonight we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we are doing whiskey. We've got one scotch, uh, one whiskey, and uh, one Irish whiskey. But both of these have a similarity, which is uh, a cask nature to That's them. right. That's now, right. Cask, when I hear cask, I think that it has been aged in something that you would not traditionally think it's been aged in. Yeah, Is that and, right? and that's that's typically what happens. Yeah, of course, I'm not super familiar with these things, but my kind of 30,000 foot view understanding is they, uh, you know, will process the, the liquor uh, like you might expect, you know, if be it whiskey or scotch in a, uh, you know, oak barrel. Uh, and then after that, they'll finish it off in something, uh, you know, you see a lot of these uh, sherries or uh, rum flavors or, uh, you know, beer, or, uh, you know, so on and so forth. And so, um, yeah, and, and that kind of finishing flavor just imparts, you know, whatever uh, properties that had into this whiskey or scotch that, that you're getting. So mm-hmm. it just you know, it creates kind of a kind of an interesting limited edition thing. And, and a lot of times these companies will take some of their higher end stuff, of course, to do this with, you know, that uh, our, our, our famed uh, uh, old charter that's been aged for eight <laughs> seasons. Uh, they're not going to make yeah. a cask strength old charter that's uh, from, uh, you know, uh, the most delicate sherry casks of, uh, of port. But what know, if they or, took know, the cheapest? <laughs> <laughs> what if they got the cheapest cherry casks? That would have been. I don't know. I mean, maybe you finish old charter in like a you know a, a barrel of uh, you know your grandmother's tears. Or they something. aged it in a. 
they aged it in a bargain barrel. Like literally, uh, a bar- that was the barrel that they. <laughs> Some bargain barrel at uh, Dollar General. Uh, no, no offense to Old Charter, but no, tonight... No, there, there can be plenty of offense. Tonight, we're actually doing some uh, some fun, something a little bit fun here. We've got a... Yeah. Uh, a kicking us off, we've got a, a scotch, uh, very much on kind of the higher end. That's right. Uh, and then we're finishing off something with kind of more of the... Uh, uh, not lower end No, it's not all, low end, yeah. But uh, but something a little bit more in the affordable range as sure, well. Sure. So I'm excited and ready to drink some scotch. Well, let's so do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. I'm glad I had lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are starting tonight with Balvini Caribbean Cast. Uh, this is... Um, it says extra matured in rum casks. It's aged 14 years. Balvini, of course, single malt whiskey uh, from Scotland. It's, you know, just one of those real high-end, you know, whiskeys that it's one of those you're going to, you know, pinch a few pennies and, and buy to celebrate something. Or, you know, you, this is not a bottle you're going to go buy right before the football game. Kind of thing, you know, yeah, <laughs> right. to mix with your Diet Coke, yeah, or whatever. But Val, oh, gosh, Balvini, that's... of course, just got such a rich tradition and flavor and you know, it's one of those that I think is uh, certainly a strong scotch. It's not, you know, overwhelming as far as its peatiness goes. No. It's not, uh, but but you definitely have plenty of body there. And what they've done, uh, this is really great, they've actually taken it after it's been aged 14 years. Um, they age it 14 years in oak barrels, which typically for scotches is kind of interesting. They're aged in American bourbon barrels, which are kind of kind of fascinating. Oh, that that's right? a tradition yeah. that's, that's happened for quite a while. So they age them in these oak barrels, and they finish them in uh, Caribbean rum casks and so the distiller of this uh i forget his name but he actually you know hand chose the casks and selected these uh i think he called them east indian rums and all this Mm. kind of stuff which tend to be you know when you think of rum you're thinking something sweeter and maybe a little lighter i don't know but um you know rum has its own its own thing yeah you know i could never get into just pure rum i've tried several times and i don't mind like some like beach cocktails with rum in them yeah sure but like straight up rum it's it's way too sweet it's just not really my thing yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. i mean i you know I, i remember in college uh drinking occasionally uh, what was <laughs> what was that foul stuff that uh, tastes like uh, Jägermeister? No, no, it's, that wasn't it's your rum. college experience. No, rum is uh, that Jäger's a uh, a liqueur. Uh, <laughs> no, I drank that rum that tastes like uh, sunscreen. Uh, Malibu, yeah, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, and the you bottle know, looks like sunscreen. Yeah, too, no, yes. it really does. It looks like something you'd squirt on, you know, someone's back and uh and and rub it in. Yeah. But, um, so that was your college experience? <laughs> no, yeah, pr- pretty much in a nutshell. Yeah, that that was it. <laughs> the oh, parts man. I remember anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, man, so, you know, I, I've kind of had my rum days, but I, I probably need to uh, to experience more of that just so I can get a better understanding. But, um, you know, you think of rum as kind of, you know, lighter, sweeter notes, particularly the spiced rums have some more complexity to them. And so what they've done here is they've taken you know, this incredible, you know, 14-year Balvini, finished it in the rum barrel. One thing I'm curious about, there's not a consensus out there as to how much, when they say they finished it in the rum barrel, what does that mean? Mm, You know, mm -hmm, and I don't mm -hmm. know. That's a great question. I don't know uh, how long it's been in the rum barrel. I don't know if if they were all mixed together or if each bottle represents a different barrel. I mean, there's just no no telling kind of how they do this. But when you drink it, uh, you'll find uh, notes of sweet, kind of lingering warmth that goes with it and uh and also toffee and vanilla and and some people get some fruit flavors too so i think it's time that we see what we taste pour it up barkeep <laughs> and while you're doing that i want to mention that um it's interesting belvini way back when we first did the the podcast in kind of the early days uh we did a uh, malt madness whiskey i forgot what it was but kind of a bracket comparison yeah. for various oh yeah we did it like a yeah yeah, like March Madness. Exactly. With, with, with booze. Yeah, 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 with uh, various scotches and bourbons and, and whiskeys. And uh, Belvini was in our top three. I believe that it was it was either third or second place uh, selected by the actual listeners. And so um, it's it's actually always been one that I've wanted to try. And this Christmas, I asked Santa Claus for a bottle of Belvini. And uh, and and Santa Claus came back with this particular take. And I was like, oh, oh that's well, good. This wasn't necessarily what I was asking for per se, but after a little bit of a sip of it. Uh, Santa Claus uh, nailed it. We'll we'll uh we'll find out. We'll find out. Cheers. Cheers, Bo. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. You know, I was just laughing because yes, this is delicious. But ha- <laughs> like the t- the times we've taken the first swig of of whatever drink we have done and not come back immediately with oh that's so good. We have had a few of those, but not many. No, not many. Not many. Yeah. Yeah. But I- but, but this this is this is extra fine. It's one of those that mm. um. I think the sweet 
buttery notes kind of linger there. It, it certainly is sweeter than what you would expect a normal scotch to be. Certainly something like Balvini. Yeah, and that's the thing. I don't go to to whiskey. I don't go to, to bourbon. I don't go to scotch wanting sweet you know what i mean like if if it's a yeah if it's a certain cocktail like if it's an old-fashioned you know obviously i expect there to be some kind of uh citrus notes there with yeah. with with the way that the drink is mixed but yeah it's generally not something that i would like mentally go to however this is like the perfect just i mean i don't even know how to say it just like the like the perfect taste of sweetness yeah that almost brings out the burn a little bit yeah i almost feel like if uh you know this would be the kissing cousin of a bourbon Almost mm-hmm. like if a, like if a scotch and a bourbon uh, were to get together get together and have a have a love child, it oh, might man. it might look something like this. You know, it, it, there, there's like you said, it brings out enough of the bite. It's a little sweet, but it still have enough has enough of the scotch peatiness to uh, to kind of shine. So I don't know, I, I like it a lot. We have a pairing tonight. We're get, we're getting all kinds of great tweets. This is fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't appreciate that I've become a meme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I certainly appreciate it. But uh, that's yeah, what John David's for <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but Bo Bo needs his loving. Um, oh, so great. we uh, we're pairing this tonight, and I, I'm particularly proud of this of this pairing. I thought this was it was good, particularly with um, mm. just the notes that come with this excellent uh, whiskey. But um, we're going to pair this with Da Vinci. Uh, this is made by Dan Tobacco. Da Vinci has been around for a long time. Uh, it's kind of a chunky style tin. It's a coin style tin. Uh, has a picture of Mona Lisa on the front. And uh, it says Da Vinci in Fumo e Verita. And it's Veritas. Il Tobacco Toscano per la Pipa. And uh, basically, what this is, it is uh, pipe tobacco. Um, it's Virginia's in Black Cavendish that's infused with uh, Chianti. It's infused with, with, oh, wow. uh, with kind of this Italian table wine. Oh, interesting. Um, and so Sorry, uh, I stole it from you. There you go. No, it's fine. Uh, so. Uh, anyway, just, you know, it's an aromatic tobacco. It's not something that's super wet, though. It's just got a real nice flavor topping on there that makes it, you know, kind of creamy. It burns a little a little warm, but it's one of those that if you puff slowly, it'll it'll treat you right. It's actually what I've been smoking tonight, which I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed. So, Bo, I'm, I'm eager for you to smell this. The first time I ever smelled this uh, particular pipe tobacco, I was just blown away by the tin note of it. So uh, get, give it a whirl. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is unlike anything. Yeah, if you're if you're an aromatic smoker at of any stripe at all, even if you're like me and you just smoke aromatic tobaccos occasionally, man, at some point grab a tin of Da Vinci. Like it's just it's just a good aromatic pipe tobacco. Like I kind of feel like I stepped into a vineyard. Yeah. So and and I don't know if you notice there's there's these chocolate notes that yeah, come yeah, through yeah. on that, and it's and with the fruit, it's like there's a chocolate cherry, almost type like thing a chocolate. On? covered cherry that you might get at Christmas, but there's a cream element to it there also. Um, and anyway, I, I thought that would pair nicely with just the toffee and vanilla uh, that goes with this Balvini. So I, I, I challenge the listener, anytime that we do a tobacco talk or a Squire Select with any of these tobaccos mentioned, like go back, pick, your, pick yourself up some of this tobacco. And while John David is describing it, like just actively smell it because the moment you say things like this creaminess, I, I pick it up. Like I wouldn't have been able to pick that up on my own, but you have like this way of like, you know, obviously your palate is, is far more advanced than mine, but once you say it, I immediately recognize that. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, I don't know. There, there's a lot going on in that tobacco, but I think it's simple enough for you to really enjoy with this, uh, with this whiskey. Yeah. You already mentioned the branding, of course, with, uh, <laughs> uh, Mona Lisa, you know, Mona Lisa, of course, known for her, uh, her curious smile, right? Like everybody's right. trying to That's figure right. out, like, is it a smile? Is it a frown? What is she thinking about? This is a this 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 is a Mona Lisa with an eyebrow raised, <laughs> and uh, she's uh, she's got. I guess she's supposed to be holding a pipe. It looks like this one in particular. The uh, uh, the art may have been rubbed off a little bit, uh, but yeah, she's like she's pinching something. You see that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, Almost like she's saying uh, okay or like okay. I got you know, it. Magnifique, maybe. A magnifique. <laughs> well, you mentioned uh, Veritas being on here as well, which, if I'm not mistaken, means truth. I'm not sure. All right. So, so there's a there's a saying about, and I don't know if this is it, and I'm sure those of our listeners who are more in the Latin, but uh, from wine comes truth. And I just, I recognize ah. Veritas being part of that Latin yeah, okay. saying. Okay. So I wonder if there might be a, a, a combination there or some sort of uh, nod to that. But uh, yeah, absolutely Not beautiful true. branding, beautiful artwork with the kind of the square yeah. of the framework and the, the writing all around it. Of course, square Dan, shape. Dan Tobacco, they're, they're a curious tobacco company. These are folks that have been around for, for some time now. And they just make all these interesting flavors. They've got a significant line that uh, is uh, around... Uh, Irish 
themed stuff. They've got some flake tobaccos. Uh, their their tins are always just a little a little different. Uh, we haven't carried a ton of them to be honest at the Country Squire, but uh, but the Da Vinci is one that we've always carried and uh, and has been a house favorite for a long time. So anyway, the Balvini with uh, Dan Tobaccos Da Vinci. Man, I would never. Isn't that something? That's that's crazy, man. But great great pairing, absolutely <laughs> great pairing. Uh, now we still got a little Balvini in our glasses. Oh, I see. You got a convertible glass here. Oh no, you, you have one too. Okay. Yeah, just pull the bottom off. All right. Yep. All right. So after this fine, fine scotch, and I'm not meaning to like naysay what comes next. I'm no. just saying this is a tough act to follow. No, that's the thing. It is a tough act to follow. But you know, not every, not everyone's favorite drink is scotch, though. You know, we've got some folks Blasphemy. that just aren't, uh, you know, particularly crazy about the peat you know, peatness and scotch. Of course, this Balvini is going to be on the sweeter side just because of the rum. But I thought this would be a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, one of our listeners kind of tipped us off to this. And so we had to give it a shot because I mean, why not? Um, this is uh, and very eager to try this. It is Jameson triple distilled Irish whiskey, but it's the cask mates. Version. Mm. Uh, and actually, I think our friend Pappy Joe pointed us to this. Our friend he? and birthday boy, by the way. Happy oh, birthday. Oh, man, that's great. Happy birthday. 39th birthday, this, Pappy Joe. This, this Friday will, uh, will be Pappy Joe's birthday. That's uh, awesome. A gentleman's 39 is what we'll say he's ah, turning. That's right. That's excellent. No, we, we love you, Pappy. This is a great <laughs> recommendation. Yeah. And actually, when he recommended it, I knew that yeah. we were already doing the other cask. And I thought, this is great. We'll have kind of a cask theme going Absolutely, tonight. yeah. All right, so tell, tell me a little bit about this one. Okay, th- this is a lot of fun. Everyone knows uh, Jameson. Not everyone's thing is Irish whiskey, but uh, you, know, you think of Irish whiskey, light, sweet, uh, not the peat, you know, stuff or uh, corn or anything that uh, kind of gives, you know, scotch or American whiskeys their, uh, you know, trademark. But the, you know, Irish whiskeys have this uh, light kind of, uh, you know, flowery uh, note to them that we all love and, and certainly have their place. And, and some folks love Jameson. So, you know, think of think of that. You've got the folks at Jameson uh, that had this idea what they did in in the uh, town of Cork, Ireland, which is Mm. southern Ireland. Mm. Um, There is a brew brewery. Uh, It's uh, Franciscan Well Brewery, and they had this idea. What if we aged our beer in whiskey barrels? And so they aged some beer in whiskey barrels, and it was really good. Mm. Well, they eventually returned these whiskey barrels to Jameson, where they got them from. And Jameson was like, well, why don't we try the same thing? Why don't we try to age our Jameson in the barrels that were holding a whole bunch of stout beer? So think of like barrels that have been, you know, cased in stout beer, you know, for a season of time. <laughs> and and then they empty the beer and then they fill it with Jameson and let it sit for a while. And that's that's where we get the uh, the cask mates. You know, I'm sure that chocolate and peanut butter sounded weird the first time it was brought up. No, I think up. you're right. And, and you know, there is something of a, uh, as you describe it, almost like a chocolate and peanut butter uh, connection. I mean, obviously, these are both beverages that many people appreciate. That's uh, right. You know, you, you say some people love Jameson's. I don't know who doesn't love Jameson's. It's, yeah. such, a, uh, it's yeah. such a classic, such a stable. And then, of course... Uh, stouts. Now, stouts could go either way. I mean, there's a lot of beer connoisseurs who are not necessarily all about the stout. That's right. But I am a stout believer in the stout. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm interestingly enough, I don't drink a lot of stouts myself. Oh, do you not? Those that I, yeah, I'm not it's particularly. Seasonal. I, it, it is kind of a seasonal yeah, thing. Yeah, and there's yeah. some stouts that, you know, I'm into more than others, I guess. So like if it's cold outside, that's when I want a stout. Yeah. No, like I agree with that. Like when it was, when it was, uh, Four days ago, I wanted a stout. <laughs> when it was three days ago, couldn't do it. It was too hot outside. <laughs> and, and today it's like 70, so we're kind of in the middle. Yeah, this is we're all over the map here. All right, so uh, Jameson Cask Mates. Uh, it is Irish whiskey that has been finished in a barrel that has been seasoned with a stout beer. All right, cheers. Shall we? Oh, wow. Now, that's interesting. Wow. Isn't that great? That's... <laughs> Wow! All right, I almost feel I was, like I was really happy to learn about this. So I, I you know, like I said before, I'm I'm a fan of Jamesons. Um, when it comes to kind of a, a good Irish whiskey, yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with the Jamesons. This right here, if Jamesons was a cake, <laughs> like a pound cake, yeah, this would be like a birthday cake. It almost feels like that Jameson's is kind of coated in another flavor. I could see that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, and really it is. You know, I think there's a creaminess that's added to the Jameson's, mm-hmm. you know, through this process. Uh, what a lot of folks mention is that it becomes richer 
uh, yeah. and richer and thicker than a traditional Irish whiskey. You know, I mean, they've taken the same great product and just given it some of those beer, uh, stout beer components, almost a, a creamy milkiness. That's uh, that's it's just richer. Yeah, like you said, I think the birthday cake analogy stands up pretty well. Man, yeah, a stout whiskey, like it, like. It, it's weird because to think of that again, the the chocolate peanut butter thing surely sounded weird the first time you mentioned it. But like a stout whiskey, just the concept of that, yeah, it does not compute. Yeah, but man, oh man, this is this is excellent. I think it's pretty great. Yeah, and it, what's interesting is, of course, this is a bottle. Now I don't know, you know, what your uh, al- alcohol excise taxes are wherever you live mm-hmm. if you're watching or listening to us now. But um, you know, in Mississippi, uh, a bottle of Jameson uh, cast strength here. Uh, or, or cask mates is going to cost about $35. And to give you some perspective, a, a normal bottle of Jameson would cost about 24 So we're talking, you know, $10, $11, $12 more for a bottle of this. The Balvini, on the other hand, this is probably, gosh, it's probably a $70 bottle of whiskey yeah. here in our state. Yeah, that's is that about right. right. Something like that. So, in there, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an expensive uh, whiskey, but both of these are delicious. And I think for the $35 price point, like, you're getting a really flavorful treat here. Man. Isn't that good? Yeah. This is going to be a new stuff. Uh, yeah. This isn't like small batch, get them while they're here, right? Like, is this going to be a new thing? I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to know. I, You know, when I go into sipping this, thinking of those creamy stout beers, I really do taste that. I really do taste a I know. Uh, kind of a just that gentle foaminess that's, uh, that's just kind of lingering there in the background. So This is like, I just had the best meal of my life and I want to finish it off with like a, a good drink, kind of an after dinner drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, almost kind of that dessert nature to it. Yeah. Like it, it is sweet. You know, it's like an after dinner coffee almost. Exactly. Or something like that. Yeah. Oh, dude, this isn't like a And even Irish then, you, you kind of get some coffee in there. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, isn't man. that fine? <laughs> All right. Well, for the pairing. Pair it um, up. Yep. And I actually don't have a 10 of this tonight, but I wanted to pair it with this. Okay. Um, it is Orlick racing green i've never had that before i know and it's terrible i don't have a can of it sitting right here but um, man orlick racing green this is a fun aromatic to smoke occasionally particularly if you're a non-aromatic smoker but you like something that's uh just a little on the sweeter side every once in a while um it's a mildly topped aromatic blend Virginia's Burley with a small black Cavendish component. These Virginias, they get actually from three different continents to make this stuff. Uh, just real complex. It's uh, what you would expect from Orlick. A little on the drier side, super flavorful, complex, well put together, straightforward tobacco. But it's got a cream and vanilla topping along with kind of a hint of alcohol that's in there. It's hard to tell, but there's this... Uh, alcohol component almost like a liqueur component that's mm. lurking in the background mm. there and, and and i thought this would pair nicely just because of the creaminess to it where you get frankly a lot of those coffee notes that are in there too you really do um so i was excited about that the uh orlick racing green uh, it's been a favorite around here for a while and it's just one of those tobaccos that is uh it just you know it's newer on on Orlick's shelf but i, I think it's going to stand up well and uh, and of course it goes with the jameson because it's uh it's green traditionally when i see <laughs> Orlick, i'm going to assume that i'm going to like it I, i've yet to have an Orlick yep. tobacco that i that has not been uh, uh enjoyable to me now that yep. might be you know maybe there's some out there I, I haven't tried yet but for an aromatic tobacco the Orlick uh racing green it's one of those that because it's so lightly topped you're not just getting a ton of syrupy flavors there it's not like a overly cased just uh slurpy uh this is a tobacco right, that's right, just right. got a real you know if you're a virginia lover and want something sweet occasionally you know i'd put it maybe in the same vein as like gl pieces uh virginia cream it's one of those that so it's an aromatic but it's kind of kind of put there for the folks that like something a little more naturally tasting and so um anyway I, I thought it would go nicely with the jameson it has the just a little bit of bite but also uh just a nice creaminess that stands out you know uh before we uh you know obviously before we went live with the the show uh, earlier this morning i put out to the club i kind of i sent out a message saying hey guys these are this is the menu for tonight's squire select um you know obviously john david is going to pair these up perfectly but uh but we'd also like to know like what what are some of your ideas what yeah are some of your suggestions yeah. uh so we did get some feedback from the club uh kurt goodwin he said uh if memory serves jameson cask mates has something of a chocolate aroma mm-hmm. uh with this in mind anything with a decent helping of burley could work very well yeah. as burley can give its smoker a hint of chocolate yeah 
perfect, perfect uh, connection. Yeah, absolutely. There. I think so. And of course, you know, we mentioned it, but uh, Jameson's The Caskmates was actually recommended by a longtime listener and, and club member as well, Pappy Joe, who wrote in saying, you should try the Jameson's Caskmate with a bowl of Senior Chief. Oh, Senior Chief. Yeah, yeah which, which makes some sense because, of course, uh, he, he was the inspiration of Senior Chief. That's right. That's right. Senior Chief, of course, is one of Pappy Joe's proprietary blends that he's got here at the Country Squire. We hand blend for him and mm. uh, is available by request. Uh, currently not on our website, but if you call, uh, we can mix you some up. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. That's that good. Yep. That's good. <laughs> Request the senior chief. Tell him Pappy sent you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's good. Man, uh, excellent pairings. Good pairings. Yeah, I was just excited to try something new and, and frankly, something kind of different. You know, we uh, a lot of times go to you know, stuff that's pretty straightforward. It's, you know, the, uh, maybe a little more aged or comes from an interesting part of the world, but these are something that where the, you know, manufacturers of these products are pushing the envelope. You know, they're taking this, they're pushing the envelope of their product and, and trying to come up with something that's just new and interesting. And, uh, I think both the folks at Balvini and Jameson have, uh, have done a good job. Well, I'll tell you somebody else who likes to push the envelope in terms of their product. Missouri Meerschaum. The good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right, man. Absolutely. Of course, sponsors <laughs> of this show. Uh, look, Missouri Meerschaum Pipes, you've heard us talk about them. Unless this is your first episode in which, welcome. Uh, we don't always drink beverages like this every single episode, but when we do... It gets fast and loose. It does. <laughs> Cheers. And we love to talk about Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, Missouri Meerschaum, I, uh, you know, if you're looking for a corncob pipe, look no further. You're talking about really great quality smokes and corncob pipes for a fair price that do some really amazing things. That's right. The pipe that's actually sponsoring this episode is the Freehand Corncob Pipe. Now, this is interesting because, you know, you think of a corncob pipe as yeah. kind of a, uh, if, if you envision a corncob that you were smoking out of, you envision kind of a longer pipe. Yeah, it's a long kind of uh, cylindrical type pipe. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Larger on the on the on the ba- on the top, and then it gets kind of uh, thinner down the base. It's not the full McCarthy. That's right, MacArthur. MacArthur, yeah, right? Not MacArthur, MacArthur. The the full, it's not the full MacArthur, but it is. It is kind of a, a nice long pipe, good size bowl. You're going to get right. a nice smoke out of it. I love what they've done with the freehand corn cob. Uh, it's a little more expensive because of the customization that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it retails for just over thirty dollars, but with the freehand cob, they've roughed up the top part of this cob. And Isn't so that cool? It's just got a you know if you think of those gnarly freehand pipes, <laughs> like maybe something made by Nording or uh, you know maybe uh, you know uh, back in a, a Preben Holm era pipe or something like that. You know, th- these are pipes that just have that roughed up top edge where the burl is left of the briar, and uh, they've kind of tried to evoke that some with the with the freehand cob. So uh, beautiful pipe. It has an ebonite stem uh, and and just a real uh, you know high quality piece and uh, and a generous bowl. Oh, absolutely. And hey, if you happen to have a free uh, freehand corn cob pipe, be sure to smoke this week. Take a selfie, tweet that into us. We'll retweet that out. It's a great way to show the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. Thank you for supporting the show, uh, which we do. We thank them for supporting the show, and we do thank you for supporting them. That's right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. 
All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week yeah, comes man. in from listener Philip Holmes. Yeah, local bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, shout out to Philip. He says, uh, hey, guys, Philip Holmes here. I love the podcast and can't wait to join the club. I've got a question. Lately, I have found it difficult to smoke my pipe while reading. I know this is something that many enjoy, and I do, but it's tedious. What tricks or tips would you recommend for smoking a pipe while reading? Again, you guys are awesome. P. Holmes in Mississippi. Yeah, great great question, Phil. There's a few different things that you could do here. Of course, a lot of folks love to smoke a church warden pipe while they're reading. And the reason for that... Because Gandalf. Well, Hashtag Gandalf, because Gandalf. Hashtag <laughs> Tolkien. Yeah, but with the church warden pipe, the, the bowl of the pipe is down there kind of by your book, mm, right? Mm, so, mm, you, you know, imagine you're sitting in your chair and your book is probably closer to your lap than your face. And, and, the, and the pipe is hanging low. And so it's kind of down there where, you know, you can flip the pages easier and take some notes if you need to. So that 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 is helpful. Other things, uh, having the ashtray close by, keeping your tamper right at your side. These are things that a lot of folks do anyway when they're reading or, or when they're smoking their pipe. Yeah. But I, I think with reading, you're just going to have to be really conscious of that, you know, something to just keep it close by. A lot of folks uh, really like, even if it's not a church warden pipe, they like a bent pipe, a heavily bent pipe. I've got several customers here who are professors and who are also um, therapists. And these are people that are thinkers. They do a lot of reading, a lot of research and things like that. And they smoke oompals while they are reading. Oh, of course, and, and the reason yeah. is it just, it's hands-free. It stays out of your line of sight. Nose warmer. Yeah, just right there providing, you know, kind of that nice uh, nice smoke right in front of your face. And so, I, I don't know, just there might be something there that, that you would explore. You know, other than that, though, you're still with your pipe, uh, of course, going to have the process of the pipe while you're reading. And that is tamping and, you know, relighting occasionally if you have to and things like that. So, a, a good pipe lighter can make it obviously easier as much as we love matches. If you do need to relight your pipe quickly so you can get on with your book, you know, a good pipe lighter helps a lot. And and frankly, I, you know, we've gotten hooked around here on these uh, butane inserts for your Zippo. Mm, uh, but, mm. you know, the Corona pipe lighters that are, are real nice high-end lighters, Zycar makes some great pipe lighters. Uh, the Jetline pipe lighter we gave away tonight, which is real reasonably priced. Uh, you know, stuff like that where you just kind of plug and play, relight your pipe real quick and, and carry on. I think <laughs> those things are stuff or things that can really help. You know, if you're sitting there reading and, and your your goal is to kind of focus on the book and not the process of the pipe. Um, yeah, that's good. You know, I, yeah. I think actually, you know, it's not necessarily reading, but I do like to smoke my pipe when I fish. In fact, if I'm going fishing, yeah. a pipe is yeah. required. And one of the things that I always do whenever I'm out on the river or, or, or here on the lake is I always use a lighter. Now, typically, I prefer matches. Yeah. Sure. But you just can't two-hand it because you got, you got a uh, you know fishing pole in one hand, so... Having the lighter, being able to one-hand it is huge help. Yeah. I never really even thought about the fact but that that could kind of apply in other ways. But yeah, if you yeah. want to make sure that your other hand is able to, to do whatever it is you're doing, be it fishing or reading, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know, as still and as, you know, uh, motionless as we think of reading being, you're still, you're handling pages, you're trying to keep uh, your finger on certain areas, maybe you want to mm -hmm. mark, or maybe you've got your hand, uh, you know, holding a few pages back so you can compare things. I'm talking mostly about folks that are studying Maybe you're taking notes or, you know, doodling on the you know side of the page or something, um, something you need to remember. But with the lighter, at least you're able to kind of zap that pipe back to life and then run right back to your book. So you just don't have to take the bandwidth to think about it as much as you might with a normal match or something. Yeah. I love lighting a pipe with a match uh, normally. And certainly when I'm in conversation more with my pipe, it's easy when I'm sitting there, not literally not doing anything, but just talking with friends or something and, and having that match uh, around as a conversation piece is, is kind of nice. So I tend to do that when I'm just kind of sitting and talking more, just kind of thinking. But uh, but if I if I am using a uh, a pipe and I'm sitting there, uh, you know, having to relight occasionally uh, while reading, it is it is helpful to have a lighter. So, yeah. so try that. Try a pipe with a very deep bend on it. Try Church Warden. Uh, those are things that might, might make it a little easier for you. In the end, I mean, all those things to say, um, you know, pipe smoking is still tedious. It's still one of those things that is going to be more time intensive. Uh, the point is the process kind of thing. We always talk about this kind of stuff. So, you know, you're, you're going to you're going to have that. Just embrace it. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is true. This is absolutely true. And the uh, the art form of smoking the pipe is, is part of the beauty of it. Yeah, actually, just the there is something romantic about the imagery of smoking a pipe, reading a book. You know, you got your glass of scotch or, or coffee or whatever it might be that you're sitting back. 
you know, enjoying the sunset. We actually, you know, we get these pictures all the time from listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Are, uh, just throughout the week, they, they may not even be listening to the show. They just they just want to show off the beautiful view that they're uh, looking at over the mountains or, or over the beach or whatever, what have you. And and by the way, here's my pipe. Here's the tobacco. Here's the beverage. Uh, here's the book. Whatever it might be. And you're like, that's right, man. You know, that's that's awesome. And so you're right. It is a little work. But that's all right. That's part of the beauty that's of it. That's part of it. I, I think actually about, you know, for Christmas this year, along with the Belvini, I also got a record player. And um, Dude, what a great gift. Was that not awesome? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel um, like everyone needs one of those. Dude, it was uh, it was a very it was a very nice gift. It was kind of one of these, it was kind of on the, the cheaper end, which is perfectly fine, because I'm not a fanatic by any stretch of the imagination. But I set it up in the in the studio. And a lot of times, you know, I'll put on the records and listen to them while I'm working, that sort of thing. And you realize like, oh, you know, in order to get the song playing, you have to take it out of its sleeve and then take the sleeve out of the <laughs> sleeve and then put it on, listen to it. And you only get like a couple minutes and you have to flip it over. Like as opposed to just putting on an MP3 where That's you right. just listen to it, you lose the convenience, but you get the quality. You get the quality. And you get the, and there is something to the, uh, there's definitely something to the value of the experience as well. So you, you, you know, you're going into it deliberately listening to this thing because exactly. you're having to fiddle with it and you're, you're selecting it and you're taking it out of its, you know, sleeve and putting it on and then putting it back up. It's a, it, it is a process. That's it's exactly it's right. very similar to the process of selecting your pipe and selecting your tobacco and, and all that. So um, Tab- tamping it, making sure you're keeping it lit, you know, it's, it yeah. is, it's an art form in and of itself. Yeah. To get to, you know, what, what it is that whatever a, it is you're a, trying to get to. And the to. Yeah. enjoyment of it in and of itself. It, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Great question, Phil. I think, uh, you know, it might be something for you to keep in mind. Just uh, try some different things. But in the end, embrace the fact that pipe smoking is what it is. And, uh, you know, you'll find your rhythm. Absolutely. And, hey, yep. if you've got a pipe question of the week this week, be sure to send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the, the Squire. squire. Quick fire question. Man, we got some quick fire questions in uh, from the good folks, of course, at thispipelife.com. The forum's over there. Mango Andy. Now, Mango Andy is sending in some quick fire questions. He's prolific over there on the, uh, the yeah, forums. Yeah, dude, at that's awesome. That's great. Uh, all right, we got, a, we got a few of them tonight. You ready, ready for this? Yep, bring them. All right, Burley or Latakia? Burley. I mean, you got to go with Burley. Lucky <laughs> is fine. You don't. You don't have to. You don't. And there's a lot of people that are going to fight us about this. I'll probably really? get a lot of nasty notes. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, no, I get the Latakia. Is that like, that's the one? No, you're everyone supposed loves. To say. Everyone loves Latakia. I mean, no, that's fine. I just uh, for me. Uh, you know, I don't smoke as much Latakia. I'm a blender. I love you know coming up with new blends and 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 Burley. Burley is everywhere and it is so versatile and it is so delicious <laughs> I, I just i love burley but i i would venture to say uh, a bunch of our uh, loyal friends and listeners are gonna say uh latakia but i'm a burley guy yeah i'm i'm, I'm yeah i'm fighting the urge to, to like list off all of my favorite tobaccos here from the country squire and ask you if <laughs> if any of them don't have burley but i probably shouldn't have you reveal your secrets on the air. Yeah, I, no, no, I, I, I wouldn't even necessarily answer you in private. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But I just, I, you know, it's one of those things. It is so versatile that you're going to find it in, in so many different blends out there that I, if, if I had to choose between the two, Burley. Ah, I love Burley. Cobb or Briar? Briar. Now, you know we love the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. But I'm a Briar guy. I mean... If I got to choose between the two. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta, that's you gotta great. Go with yeah, that. absolutely. Some folks love uh, the flavor of the cob and parts, and I, I certainly, it always has a place in my rotation. But, absolutely. Um, but, you know, there's just that that briar, uh, the consistency of it, the, you know, beauty of it. It's got, uh, you know, the element where you can just pass it down multiple generations, and it's seasons, and I'm just a, I'm just a briar guy. This is going to end up becoming a second promo for Missouri Meerschaum, unintentionally so, but, <laughs> I mean, the fact of the matter is that, like, you know, I go, more often than not, I do smoke a corncob pipe, because typically yeah. when I'm smoking, I'm doing something else. Yeah, sure. Uh, where you don't want to hurt your pipe. Exactly. Kind of you're, you're, you're bad about that. Dude, not bad, but well, I mean, that's a, <laughs> not, not bad about that, but right, that's right. just kind of the thing you do. You, you, you smoke a lot, not when you're sitting down, but when you're active. When I'm active. Right. And so like, I, so I'll put it this way. Like if I'm fishing, if I'm in the yard, if I'm doing something like typically it's going to be a corn cob pipe. But when I go to like the pipe show or when I go to a pipe show or when I'm, uh, you know, here at one of our pipe club meetings or something like that, if there's an event, I typically go to like whatever my best grain briar is, whatever. Sure. If I want to show something off, yeah. I'm going there. What, one of the reasons why I mentioned, you know, Missouri Meerschaum is because 
they take the 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 like the good solid price of a corn cob pipe, but also do some creative things and make it an art form. Right. Because to me, right. man, you know, we we come to the table for this podcast, and I think people have either picked up on this or we've explicitly said it. I mean, you're more of a tobacco guy. I'm more of a pipe guy. Yeah. When it comes absolutely. to like our interest yeah. in in the in the subject matter, that's where it falls. And so I see the pipes very much as an art form. Uh, and so, you know, that from that standpoint, there's so many different additional elements to make a beautiful briar pipe. I, I, I got to go with briar. Yeah. Got to go with briar. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's just something uh, beautiful about it. All right. And then finally, and not related to the other two in the slightest, rock or jazz? <laughs> uh, Burley or Lydakia, briar or cob, or rock or jazz? Um, yeah. I, it, I Probably rock. Probably rock. If you, if you take out today's rock. Yeah, what, I'd, I'd probably go. With rock. Is there rock today? <laughs> no, I think. Well, you know, it's it's under that section in uh in in Pandora or whatever, but it's really just you know it's classic rock. I mean, you could no, it's got classic rock. rock. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. If if we were talking classic rock and and jazz, I got to go with classic rock. But jazz has its place. I, I love um particularly Miles Davis. Occasionally play that at oh, the shop yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Miles Davis is amazing. Uh, you know, of course, and there's a million other folks that uh, are worthy of of playing at the Squire. But um, yeah, I I, I would probably go to classic rock. Okay, so I'm completely opposite, one hundred and twenty thousand percent. I'm going to go with uh, with jazz. If, if I'm looking for like easy listening music for almost any occasion, you're going to find it jazz. New That's Orleans, such a New jazz. Orleans answer. I was no, about to say. I was about to say it is though, man. You can find New Orleans jazz. You can find Memphis jazz. Yeah, you can find, you can no, find Mississippi jazz. Absolutely. A lot of Mississippi, uh, Memphis often associate with well, the blues. It's more blues, course, yeah. But you can They're find some They're kind of kissing cousins themselves. You can find though, some yeah. great jazz music yeah. in there. Scat music as well, which is kind of a, a cousin of jazz. I, you gotta love jazz, and then of course you know if if uh, you know if, if things are getting kind of intimate in the evenings, smooth jazz. You gotta you gotta love that smooth jazz. <laughs> so you know you know that that elevator music, right? You got. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, it's never going to work for me again. Nope. <laughs> but no, jazz all the way. Absolutely jazz. Well, great, great uh, random questions, uh, random quick fire questions from Mango Andy. Uh, man, this closes out. Mango Andy supported oh, us uh, for the last several that's episodes. That's great. Yeah, Mango, questions. thanks so much for all these great questions. Uh, you know, he uh, he sent this in from the forums at thispipelife.com. Now, if you're not familiar, thispipelife.com, an excellent online community That's right. uh, where you can join today. If you go to thispipelife.com, use the code CSR when you sign up. It doesn't cost you a thing one way or the other, but it is a great way to let them know that you heard about it on Country Squire Radio and thus support Country Squire Radio by using the code CSR when you sign up at thispipelife.com. It's got so many great resources, too. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we love it. You go over there. You can connect with other pipe smokers, learn what they're doing, what they're smoking. But also, uh, if you have questions, it's a great place just to uh, drop a line to folks and say, hey, I've had this come up. Uh, what's going on? And you never know. It might show up on uh, on the question of the week. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. All right, we got some great listener feedback this week. Yeah, man, it's great. All right, this first one. All right, well, I'm just going to read it. All right. Greetings from England. Oh, man, that's great. Oi, the motherland. Love the show, guys. Tune in every week. Kind of feel a bond, bonding with other pipe smokers. Enjoy our glorious hobby and Country Squire Radio. Enhances the enjoyment. Thanks. This is the part where I'm kind of fighting back the laughing from Nigel Baird. Nigel, you didn't have to tell us you were from England. Your name is Nigel Bear. <laughs> <laughs> He's from England, baby. You, we, we know you're from England. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah, it, yeah. man. I, I do think Nigel is becoming a more popular no. name this side of the pond. No. When, when I say more popular, I mean it's just very... It, the, the needle hasn't moved far, but but I have met some Nigels that were... You have not. ...red-blooded Americans. You have not. I, I can probably count them on two fingers. But... but <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, uh, man, that, that that is just such a great British name, and we are uh, thankful to hear from you, Nigel. And and man, thanks for the thanks for the great great words. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. We also got an email in from J two. Yeah, J two says I have to agree with you about the pipe burnout on the beach due to constant wind. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we talked about that. Of course, was that last week or week before? Uh, just the uh, trouble with uh, smoking a pipe on the beach, and you've got the wind, and just the practicality of it. Your pipe can uh, you know get over hot, overheated, and all that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, J2 goes on to say, don't forget about the pipe like the Orlick Hurricane, which is made for the beach, the boat, a convertible, or a Jeep. Uh, it keeps the fire in the bowl and limits the wind on the tobacco. Uh, don't leave that pipe in the room. Take it to the beach with you. While I love the beach, there's nothing like standing in a mountain in a in standing in a mountain trout season. 
uh, fly fishing while clenching a pipe uh, in your teeth. So uh, anyway, thanks for your cast, J2. J2, thanks so much for for that uh, feedback. I think you're right. You know, you're onto something there with the any pipe that's got a nice cover on it or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ability to protect itself from wind, it can really help uh, with that whole process. But, um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're a mountain guy anyway. So, Dude, I, I got to tell you, that's a beautiful image. I, I love fly fishing with a pipe. I mean, man, I mean, I've already talked about it this show, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, one of my, my favorite things is going up to Michigan every year and, and going fly fishing and uh, enjoying my uh, my pipe out there, either either my bulldog, my estate bulldog, yeah, or yeah. my country gentleman, one or the other. Uh, oh, so good. So good. <laughs> uh, man, great listener feedback. We also got some wonderful listener feedback in uh, from the club as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. Kurt Goodwin, he says, uh, I would just like to thank you for doing this, referring to the uh, Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. I live in a very small rural area. In fact, we're the largest town within an hour's drive at a whopping 6,500 residents. Man. Needless to say, without the wonderful World Wide Web, and yes, he did use four W's there, I wouldn't have cha- I wouldn't have a chance chance to be part of any uh, sort of pipe community. Listening to you guys is like food for my soul. And after a long day of work, there's nothing I'd rather do than pack a bowl, sit back and simply take in the sweet goodness that is CSR. <laughs> I am so proud to support the efforts and be part of this great community. Thank you guys. Well, Kurt, man, I'm just so honored by this. Man. Thank you, brother. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah. We're just uh, honored that, you know, we can be a a part of your experience and, and, and vice versa. Um, man, it's so great to be able to connect with folks that, uh, you know, th- you know, Kurt, he's, you know, in a town of 6,500 people and it's the county seat in some, some small town somewhere. And, and we get to connect every week. It just, uh, that means the world. Man, so, thanks it, so much, brother. It really, you know, you, you're right, man. It, it is amazing. And, you know, obviously with, uh, with the pipe club, for those of you who are already members, those of you who are considering, um, you know, we, we want to grow this community. We've got some great goals and things that we want to do in the coming weeks and months, especially. And, and uh, we're just really looking forward to seeing how this community can grow, how we can not only connect with you, but how we can also provide ways for you to connect with each other. And so if you're thinking about want to join the uh, the Pipe Club while also helping the creation and, and supporting this podcast, head over to patreon.com slash Radio. Or go to CountrySquireRadio.com. We got a big banner that says, join the club. Join the club. You Support the show. Yep. Yeah. So yep. do that. It's a, it is a great way to help us out. Another great way to help us out is heading over to iTunes and writing us a review. Uh, it's always wonderful to get those wonderful reviews as well. So if you have not done so already, we would love for you to do that. But we, of course, have to mention this week we gave away a, a beautiful a handcrafted case with a wonderful yeah, lighter leather pouch yep. and and we we do continue throughout this this month to give away a uh, a gift every single episode to a pipe club member what is the gift for uh, the prize yeah. for next week? Yeah, so next week, uh, for all the folks that are full members of the Pipe Club, uh, be it at the Squire level or the uh, Pilgrim level, uh, we will have, I'm really excited about this, this is a uh, Bird and Bear uh, leather pipe loop stand. Mm. Uh, it's really beautiful. Danny, of course, that made this week's gift is uh, is made a part of next week's gift as well. Uh, it's a really and by nice... The way, if, you're, um, if you're not on his mailing list... Yeah, you need to check. He's got to, some eye candy that he puts out whenever out. he makes a new pipe, but uh, really nice uh, leather stand here that we've got for your pipe. You can sit it uh, next to your favorite chair and uh, and just keep your pipe handy. Uh, man, the the big the big one on this one is a this is really cool. This is a Savinelli. Oh wait, hang on. Are we giving away a pipe? We are. We're giving away a pipe. We're giving away a pipe with this man. It's Dude. amazing. It's amazing. So so you get the leather loop uh, for as a pipe stand. But uh, the winner next week will also win a Savinelli unfinished pipe. What? That has been finished. What? By our own two combs at Rocks Pipes. What? <laughs> a Savinelli Rocks it's a collaboration. Fin- it's a right finished, here. unfinished. Yeah, man. So <laughs> this is really cool. What what uh what two with Rocks Pipes uh, did? Two's obviously a good friend of the yeah. show and uh, comes in the Squire all the time. We love two, and he's been on the air before. Uh, but he took uh, a a Savinelli uh, unfinished pipe that he could tell just had some really nice ring grain on it. Two's a sucker for just uh, beautiful ring grain. Yeah, both uh, on Briar and on uh, um, uh, on the Morta as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So if he finds it, he's just tickled to blast it. I've seen two uh, blast Briar uh, that probably could have been a smooth $400 pipe, but he's like, oh man, it's got ring grain. we got to blast it. <laughs> and, uh, and man, so what two did on this unfinished pipe, he blasted it and then gave it just a really nice dark uh, kind of wine-colored stain 
on there. And uh, and man, so it's a it's a uh, Savinelli pipe that uh, has been finished by Two Combs himself. Uh, it's got the little Savinelli Italy uh, stamp on the bottom. And I think with this uh, pipe loop, it is going to make a nice uh, prize for someone next week. Man, it's a beautiful pipe. And by the way, you know, we, we get this from time to time. Two Combs rocks pipes. I've mentioned on the on the show several times that one of my favorite pipes is a is a rocks pipe. That's it right. Is, uh, what I call the rhino. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. from time to time, I'll actually have listeners uh, write in like, "Hey, can you just send me a picture of that? That just sounds really interesting." So <laughs> I know it's always fun to send that uh, send that in. We've actually got a few of those available on our website right now. So if you go to um, thecountrysquireonline dot com, you can kind of peruse through uh, his simple series pipes. Which uh, I know there's one Morta on there. He's got several oh, that uh, have the stainless steel shank or really really sharp. But uh, anyway, somebody got the uh, his olive like it was it was the rhino style yeah. in terms of kind of the uh you know the with the with the metal shank and kind of the the round uh style and so they i can't remember who it was it may have been it was either mark vv or varge one or the other i think it was mark but was I, mark? I have one of those two actually okay well, yeah he, he made a couple of them like those olive pipes done in the style of the mortar pipes like it has been lovingly named the uh the white rhino the white <laughs> it is it's awesome. That's great. But man, this awesome Savinelli Rocks hybrid right here, that, along with this beautiful leather uh, stand from Bird and Bear. Can't wait to uh, get that away to one Lucky Pipe Club member. Yeah, that'll be uh, next week. That's right, man. So again, CountrySquireRadio.com. Join the club. Click it there. You can also tune in every single week at CountrySquireRadio.com, where we do the show live on Monday nights. Of course, you can find us here at 6.30 Central Time. That is 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern, CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also follow us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore CountrySquire. And of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, I got to tell you, I... This was fun. I love Squire Select. <laughs> you know, I was even thinking back to our first uh, first time that we did this. And, uh, you know, much like how you ridicule me for uh, suggesting that we should pair up barbecue and, and, and pipe tobacco. <laughs> I, in the early days, you were like, you just want an excuse to drink on air. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that there it is. I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. But, hey, what's beautiful is that our listeners get an excuse to uh, to imbibe with us sometimes. No, so, it's, it's At great. least the ones that partake. And uh, what, what would be interesting is if we ever did a barbecue and pipe tobacco pairing, would uh, would the folks on the other end of that camera over there be eating ribs? No, oh, there's something to that. I, I don't think, know. Maybe we give should. them an excuse too to, uh, to to pull out the pulled pork. Look, if we ever do like a super <laughs> show where we have everybody come into town, I say we get like a like a barbecue slab going, and like that could be the show. Like you know, everybody get some of that barbecue, get some of the pipe <laughs> tobacco, barbecue pipe tobacco, and then everyone takes a nap. Oh my yeah. gosh! <laughs> I yes, yes is the answer to that question. You know, one thing too about the uh, the old old squire select episodes is yeah. back back in the day we used to be sitting the entire i guess you you still have been sitting but i've been standing yeah you're standing we, so it's more complicated for you now it is i used to i used to be more relaxed and uh, go way more off topic but uh not not necessarily <laughs> the case tonight now you just spill the stuff all over the place all over the hey, place so, so far tonight you've done well let's let's quit while we're ahead that's right hey man let's go have a night see you brother listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.